And thank you so much again for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. I hope you are having a blessed week and I hope you are enjoying the goodness of the Lord. Um, I'm so excited about the new season that the Lord has given us and all the opportunities that have come or that are coming with this new season. Praise God for the blessing of our time of fasting. I hope you are participating in our 21-day Daniel fast. Praise God for all of the powerful um, times of praying and um, just staying before the Lord to thank Him, to praise Him, but also to receive guidance and direction. Um, We started talking last week about... um, what we call Thanksgiving is right um, was actually a series of messages that we started um, ministering last year, um, but which we couldn't finish. So I'm trusting God that we can finish it and then um, go on to um, um, talking about the area of divine guidance from the Holy Spirit and all of that having guaranteed um, success and and all of that, and we will get to that. The Lord will help us. But tonight, I want us to press forward um, in our teaching on Thanksgiving is right. So let's um, let's bow our heads. And let's share a word of prayer. Father, thank you so much again for tonight. Thank you for the opportunity to be here, the opportunity to come together with the saints to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, to receive what you have prepared for us. Thank you for the opportunity to be here in this new year. Thank you, Father, for all of your mighty blessings upon our lives. Lord, we yield to you today. We ask that you speak to us clearly. Losing my tongue, help me think your thoughts in the name of Jesus. Give understanding to my brothers and my sisters. And and I pray, Father God, that You enable us to draw closer um, to you and rise up higher and become more and more of what you've ordained our lives to be. Thank you, Father, for your mighty blessings upon this teaching tonight. I give you all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Thank you so much again for joining us tonight and welcome. Let's go right there to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Uh, Whatever platform you're joining us on, I hope you can hear us clearly. I hope you... Um, I hope your network is great, praise God, and I hope you have your Bibles or devices, whatever you use in accessing the Word of God. Um, let's, let's dive together into the Word tonight. Thanksgiving is right. Thanksgiving is right. First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. I'm, I'm reading this from the Amplified. It says, Thank God in everything no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you, who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you, who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. Psalm 100, the 100th Psalm, 
is where we actually began our lessons last week. Psalm 100. And it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Hallelujah. It says we enter into his gates with thanksgiving. That's how we enter into the presence of the Lord. That's how we enter into every new season, every opportunity that God gives to us, every assignment we enter in with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is right. We already settled last week, we must have a zero tolerance policy for unthankfulness or ingratitude in our lives and in the lives of the people around us. We ought to be thankful. First Thessalonians 5 says to be thankful in all, in all things, no matter what the circumstances are. Amen. I want us to read, um, go from Psalm 100 to Psalm 103, that popular Psalm of David. And I'm actually going to read a few of those verses, not too much of it. Um, we're going to try to keep to our time tonight. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Who satisfies your mouth with good things? so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Mm. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Can you do something for me tonight? Can you, can you try to list some of God's benefits in your life? Can you just... Just um, just itemize them. Lord, you give me life. Lord, you provide for my needs. Lord, you provide a roof. I have a roof over my head. Lord, you gave me good family relationships, good friends. Lord, you saved me. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I'm redeemed. So he says, if he forgives all your iniquities, he heals all your diseases, he redeems your life from destruction, he crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, he satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Can you keep counting his benefits? Just list them. Take a minute and do that.
You list them. List God's benefits in your life. I've given you a few. List a few more. Now say thank you. Father, thank you for all your benefits. Lord, thank you. I remember your benefits. And I thank you. I remember your goodness to me. I remember your mercies. I remember your faithfulness. And I thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. You know, Thanksgiving honors God. When the Bible says it's right, it honors Him. And when we honor God, God will honor us. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. God really wanted to honor this man, this priest. God really wanted to bless him. God, God really wanted to establish his household, his family. That was the plan. God wanted to honor them. But over and over again, he kept dishonoring God. And he honored his sons more than he honored God. And finally, God says, okay, you don't deserve my honor. I don't know about you, but I long for the honor of God. Oh, we need the honor of God. When God honors you, you are set for life. Amen. When God honors you. <laughs> the Bible says God honored David and lifted him up. He lifted him. He deposed one king and he raised another king up. Because he honored that king. Our thanksgiving is one of the ways in which we honor God. Look at that scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that your house is speaking to Eli the priest, that your house and the house of your father shall walk before me forever. But now the Lord says, Be it far from me, for them that honor me I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. One of the ways in which we despise God is by not being thankful to him. If you, if you just look at that scripture, to be honored means to be weighty before somebody. And to be weighty in life, to, to, have, to have weight, to have substance, to have an aura, to have, to have a presence and majesty and power and glory. That's honor. That's weight. The opposite of that is just lightness, like to despise something. To treat it like it's not important. To just assume it's not even there. We don't even care about it. Well, the Lord said to Eli the priest, If you honor me, I will honor you. If you treat my word with respect, if you treat it with gravitas, 
if you esteem the words of my mouth to you, I will honor you. But if you keep doing your own thing and you honor other people's words above mine, and I'm usually way down your list, he said, then I'll treat you lightly too. And we don't want God to treat us lightly. Remember those um, in, uh, in the book of 1 Kings, when uh, uh, this man of God, prophet Elijah, Elijah um, he called the prophet of Baal to task and said, let's see whose God answers by fire. You call on your God, I'll call on my God. Whoever answers by fire, he's the true God. <laughs> and then they started calling on their God and he told them, hey, call louder. Maybe your God may have gone on vacation. Scream a little bit louder. He may be asleep. You might need to wake him up. Or may you never serve a God who goes to sleep on you. The Bible says in Psalm 121, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? And then my help comes from him, the, the Lord God Almighty, who created the heavens and the earth. He never sleeps nor slumbers. He never sleeps nor slumbers. He never sleeps nor slumbers. That's why you can go to sleep and rest because the Lord is always looking out for you. But the key is we have to honor him. One of the ways in which we honor God is through our thanksgiving. And when we are thankful, the Lord will honor us. Somebody say, Amen. I love the scripture in Jeremiah chapter 30. Let's read that. And then I want us to go through the seven ways in which we can actually express our thanksgiving to God. There are seven scriptural ways that we have been given to express thanksgiving to God. And I want us to go through them. Um, um, and I, I, I'm going to do my best not to take too much time on any of them. And just go, I have quite a number of scriptures and different ones. And some of them, I only have maybe one or two scriptures. But I'm going to try to do my best. But just open your spirit. Someone say, I've heard this before. I know a lot about this. Well, the Lord wants you to hear it again. The Lord wants you to have a refresher. And approach it like you never even heard it before. You honor him in that regard. And then wait, wait, meditate upon it like it's new. And then act upon it. Act upon it like you never acted upon it before. Amen. All right, let's read first Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 30. And let's read from verse 20, verse 19. It says here in Jeremiah chapter 30 from verse 19, Out of them and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And because of their thanksgiving and because of their merrymaking, rejoicing over me, he said, I will multiply them and they will not be few. Thanksgiving positions you to be increased in life. Thanksgiving positions you to be enlarged. I will multiply them and they will not be few. I will also glorify them and they will not be small. The way out of smallness is thanksgiving. It's the spirit of thanksgiving. The way out of mediocrity, the way out of shallow living is the spirit of thanksgiving. I will multiply them, they will not be few. I will glorify them, they will not be small. May you not be small in Jesus' mighty name. When Jabez prayed his prayer, Lord, 
Enlarge my coast. Bless me indeed. Enlarge my coast. Because smallness is not really the will of God for any human being. God doesn't want you small. No matter what you do, who you are, where you live, God wants to enlarge your coast. Well, the key, one of the greatest keys to being enlarged and increased in life is having the spirit of thanksgiving and praise and gratitude. He says, their children also shall be as at aforetime, and their congregation shall be established before me, and I will punish all them that oppress them. When there's thanksgiving flowing out of us, our children are enlarged just like us. They are prominent. Our, our congregations are blessed. They are established. Hallelujah. And he fights our battles. <laughs> Remember one time Israel was going to, to war and the, 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 their, enemies, their enemies were overwhelming to them. When they looked out, they were like multitudes. Multitudes, like grasshoppers. Multitudes. And the Lord sent them a prophetic word. And one of the things he told them is just praise God. Put the praises, the, the praise ministers and the, the singers, put them out. And let them just be saying, you know, uh, um, the Lord, God is good. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. The Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever. And they were just thanking him for his goodness. And, and, and the Lord came in there for their battles. And their enemies started fighting against one another. Second Chronicles chapter 20. So the Bible says he will fight our battles when we put on the spirit of thanksgiving. Say so thanksgiving is right. Whether you are going through a difficult stretch, whether you just got a blessing, whether you are challenged, whether you are seeking direction, whatever it is, thanksgiving is always right. Put on that garment of praise. Put on that garment of thanks. Don't complain about anything. The church is full of complainers. Body of Christ is full, uh, at least in many of our countries. It's complain about this, and they complain about that, and it's always complaining. And many times people don't even remember to say, praise God for this. Thank God for this blessing. <laughs> We're so busy complaining. Complain about this and complain about it. And then we rob. That spirit of complaining and spirit of ingratitude spreads very easily. And other people start picking it up and start saying the same thing. No, that will not be us. And that's why congregations are destroyed. Notice it says, I will establish your congregation. Your congregation will be established. Any congregation where thanksgiving has a, a prominent place, a prominent role in their midst. Whether it's family congregation, whether it's church congregation, whether it's business career congregation, whether it's any other kind of congregation, vision, whatever it is. When Thanksgiving occupies a prominent place, that congregation will be established. That congregation cannot be scattered. It cannot be scattered. Storms may blow, winds may... No matter what, that congregation will be established. When you put thanksgiving forefront in your family, your family will be established. 
Your children will become noble people. Your children will enjoy success. You will enjoy success. You'll be blessed beyond, beyond your imaginations. Thanksgiving is key. He said in verse 21, And their nobles shall be of themselves, and their governor shall proceed out of the midst of them. And I will cause him to draw near, and he will approach unto me. For who is this that engages her to approach unto me, saith the Lord? And you shall be my people, and I will be your God. The covenant will rise for you. I, I love that part of our um, I love that part of our confession where it says, um, um, God has my back. The promise is in view. And the covenant will deliver. I love it very much. God has my back. The promise is in view. And the covenant will deliver. And then he quotes that scripture right there out of uh, Isaiah 49. Shall the prey, <laughs> shall the prey be taken away from the mighty? Shall the lawful captives be delivered? Thus saith the Lord, even, even the, the, the lawful captives will be taken away from the mighty, and the prey of the terrible will be delivered. For I will contend with him that contends with you, and I will save you and your children. Hallelujah. God has my back. The promise is in view, and the covenant will deliver. I love it. One of the keys is thanksgiving. Friends, thanksgiving. When thanksgiving and praise just keep emanating and keep rising and keep rising, you can never go down. Wherever there's thanksgiving and praise, you can never be small. You cannot be small. It's impossible. Increase will keep coming your way. Multiplication, addition, increase, increase, increase. You know that one of the uh, themes of, of our our uh, a prophetic direction um, in 2023 is it's new horizons. It's a, it's the dawning, a new dawn, the dawning of a new day. Think about Rachel, and that's where we got dawn from. Dan was a product of Rachel changing her position. All she ever did was complain, 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 complain. She complained, especially, and she always needed a target to complain about. So she used her husband all the time, Jacob. But when she changed her focus, and instead of complaining, took control of that situation, the door suddenly opened, and Dan was born through her, her handmaid, Bilha. And she called Don, or Dan, <laughs> she called him. Um, um, judged. The Lord has judged me. I'm judged righteous. I'm declared righteous and I'm vindicated. Well, thanksgiving started coming. Frustration left. Gratitude started coming. Before you knew it, Bilhah conceived a second time and had Naphtali. And she said, ah, I used to struggle with man. I used to wrestle with man. The struggle is over. Now I wrestle with God and I am blessed. He blesses me. God has blessed me. I have prevailed. 
I wrestle in prayer, I prevail, just like Jacob did later on in, in Genesis 32. And suddenly the door opened. Here comes Joseph. And you see thanksgiving is flowing. Praise is flowing. When she asked Joseph, she said, when last did you, did you hear Rachel complain? When last did you hear go and cry to her, to her husband and cry to her sister? No, no, not anymore. Suddenly Joseph came and said, God will add to me another one. The Lord will add to me another one. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bible says, God remembered Rachel. Her thanksgiving, her thanksgiving cleared the smoke. Her thanksgiving cleared the clouds. Her thanksgiving allowed her prayers to rise to heaven like a sweet-smelling aroma. And all the things that were covering it and clouding over it, I better watch my time here because I'm getting too comfortable. <laughs> Hallelujah. Feel the, there's, there's the unction of the Holy Spirit here. All those things that were clogging up her access to heaven were removed. Here comes miracles, signs and wonders. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Why? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving opened the door. You can never be small. You remember what it says in, in, uh, in um, Psalm 67. Remember what Psalm 67 says? Let the people praise thee. Hallelujah. Oh God, be merciful to us and bless us. Cause, thy, cause his face to shine upon us. That thy way may be known upon the earth, thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, oh God. Let all the people praise thee. Oh, let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge thy people righteously, declared righteous. And govern the nations upon the earth. Sila. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase. And God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. And all the ends of the earth shall bless him, shall fear him. Hallelujah. Let the people praise thee. Let the people praise thee. And then, then, their land. Their land will yield her increase. Their land will yield their increase. You cannot be small when you engage the spirit of thanksgiving. It's impossible. God said, I will multiply them. They will, not be, they will not be few. I will glorify them. They will not be small. It's impossible to be small. And then out of you, nobles will come. Your children, your children will be so blessed. Your children will be so established. Your congregation, your family will be established. You Thanksgiving is the key. Is the key that opens. No wonder it says, enter into his gate with thanksgiving. Not with complaining. Not with groaning and mumbling. With thanksgiving. Take a moment just bless the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We honor you today. Thank you for this new year. 
Thank you for this new season. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, God, for preserving our lives. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you, Father, for upholding us with your right hand of righteousness. Thank you, Father, for establishing us in righteousness. Thank you for declaring us righteous. Thank you, Father, for adding to us another one again and again and again and again. Thank you for giving us the upper hand, the victory in all the situations of life that we encounter. Thank you for your mighty favor, your great blessings. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving is right, my brothers and sisters. Always right. Always right. Thanksgiving is always right. Let's, let's take this, let's take this further uh, as I try to monitor my time here. Today I'm definitely going to stop at 45 minutes wherever I get to. Let's let's take this further here. And we've just expressed verbal praise actually, verbal thanksgiving. Let's talk about the seven ways in which we express thanksgiving to God. Obviously the very first one is what we've just been doing. We've done it. We did the last week. We're doing it tonight. Is verbal expressions of thanksgiving. Verbal. It's just verbal. Let's read a few scriptures. They may be familiar, but let's just let's read them anyways. Luke chapter 17, verse 15 and, and 16. Let's read this from the Amplified. This is the story of the lepers. So we won't read the whole thing, but if you if you would like to expand your understanding of it and just have context, more context, then I encourage you to read the whole thing. Luke chapter 17. And verse 15 and 16, I'm going to read this from the Amplified. This, you know, tell, you know the story of the ten lepers. The Lord healed them. They came to the Lord. He healed them. And as they went, they found out they were healed. And all, m- most of them continued on and just went about their business. Only one came back. And the one who came back was the Samaritan. Let's read this in the Amplified, verses 15 and 16. Then one of them, upon seeing that he was cured, he turned back, recognizing and thanking and praising God with a loud voice. So he wasn't just faking it. He wasn't just, he was thanking God and praising God with a loud voice. And he fell prostrate at Jesus' feet, thanking him over and over again. And the man was a Samaritan. That's verbal thanksgiving. He came back, he didn't keep it in. Some people say, well, yeah, I'm thankful, but I'm thankful in my heart. Yeah, I'm really thankful. I'm grateful. I'm just grateful in my heart. I'm just not saying it. Well, you got to say it. In order for that Thanksgiving to be real Thanksgiving, you've got to say it. You've got to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And sometimes you've got to say it with a loud voice, too. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know, when you are really happy, all of us, have you been to games, to the games? And when people are really excited, they don't, they don't just keep quiet. They say it with a loud voice. If they are really upset at the way the other team is beating down their team, you see they start moaning, they are groaning with a loud voice. <laughs> if their team is doing very well and they are very happy about it, oh, yeah, 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 you use it with a loud voice. You can people say, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful, but it's just inside me. We don't want the one inside you. We want the one that comes out. That's it's given. When you, when you bring it out, then you've given it. When it's inside you, it's, it's not given. It's not thanksgiving. <laughs> it's not thanksgiving but when you utter it and verbalize it that's acceptable 
uh, uh, Hebrews 13 actually says this should be a continual sacrifice. It should be a con- continual sacrifice, continual offering. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks. Do it continually. Giving thanks. Continually. Not once in a while, not every now and then. Continually. Every morning. Every noonday, every noon, every uh, afternoon, every evening, every at work, you're driving in your car, you, you're sitting at your desk, you're going into the grocery store, continually. Thank Him continually. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We had a great example in Moses. Because when you really believe that God has done something for you, you, you can't keep it in. No way you're going to keep it in. When you really believe that God has done something good for you, and you know he's worthy of praise, you, you can't keep it in. So the man Moses, you know how, how, you, you know how difficult the experience of the Red Sea was for, the, for, all, for all the children of Israel. At one point, they thought they were all going to die that day. They thought they, they were, surely it's over. Miraculously, God brought them through. Hallelujah. God is bringing you through this year, miraculously. The enemy might think it's over, but just like that, you're going to rise up again. (laughs) The Lord will bring you through, miraculously. And when the Lord did that, Exodus chapter 15, Moses began to sing. Where have you ever seen? They said Moses was singing. But here he starts to sing. It's the expression of his thanksgiving. So he was not a singer by calling he wasn't a singer by designation, but as thanksgiving, he, was, he started singing. He, he composed a new song to express his thanks and his gratitude to God. In Exodus 15, verse 1, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spoke, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously the horse, and his rider has he thrown into the sea, the Lord is my strength and my song, and is become my salvation. He is my God. I will prepare him a habitation, my father, my father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. He just, I mean, he just kept going. And then when he finished, his sister Miriam picked it up from him and also started, you know, she started to sing hers in verse 20. See there it says, And Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women, you know, once, 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 once the women get into it, that's it. It's a praise party. It just never ends. Hallelujah. It just keeps going. Once Miriam started that thing, I mean, Moses did it. Praise God. It was awesome. Everybody joined him. But when Miriam took that thing up and took her tambourine and started to go, that was it. it was, service was over that day. The rest of the service was praise. Just thanksgiving and praise. Hallelujah. Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand, and all the women went out with her with timbrels and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider has he thrown into the sea. Verbal thanksgiving. Verbal 
thanksgiving. So that's the first way in which we express thanksgiving to the Lord. Verbal. Verbal. Keep doing that. Keep doing that continuously. Don't just do it once in a while. Do it continuously. Amen. Don't just sing when you are in church, in churches, and there are other people singing. There's a music band playing. No, sing all the time. You can sing. Some say, I don't know how to. You can sing. You know. You know you can sing. Every human being is created with, with, with singing ability. Doesn't mean our voices are necessarily great, like somebody will pay to come and listen to us sing. <laughs> but we can sing. We can sing. And, the, you know, the awesome thing about it is God loves every kind of singing from his children. Every kind of singing. So that's verbal thanksgiving. Um, the second way in which we offer thanks to God, we give thanks, is through serving God. Thanksgiving offered by our serving God inside or outside of an organized church setting. So, by serving God, we are thanking God. We are in essence saying, thank you God for giving me the strength. Thank you God for providing for me. So, we serve Him. We give Him the best of our strength to demonstrate how thankful we are. Some of these examples we have gone through. Let's go over them again quickly tonight. Peter's mother-in-law in Mark chapter 1 was sick. She was ill. And then they told Jesus about it. And Jesus went up to the room where she was um, laying down and prayed over her. And she received healing. And the first thing she did, she got up and she started to serve. She served God by serving people. Mark chapter 1, verses 29, 29 to 31. Mark chapter 1. I'm going to read this from the Amplified. It says, And at once he left the synagogue and went into the house of Simon Peter and Andrew, accompanied by James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law had for some time been lying sick with a fever. And at once they told him about her, and he went up to her and took her by the hand and raised her up, and the fever left her, and she got up and began to wait on them. She, so she expressed her thanksgiving to God by serving. When we serve God, whether it's in an, within an organized church setting or outside of it, as long as it's within the kingdom of God, and we're bringing glory to God, and we're helping God do his work on the earth, Serving God is a way of saying thank you to him, to God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, you can say thank you, Lord, with your voice, with your, with your words. But, oh, it's just as powerful when you say thank you, Lord, with service. With service, doing something for him. Something that pleases his heart. Amen. Hallelujah. Then, of course, in Mark chapter 5, further down beyond Peter's mother-in-law's story, it's the story of the demoniac that, that Jesus healed. This man who was in tombs, like he was in bondage, just tearing himself up and every day just screaming and, 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 and being crazy, couldn't help himself until Jesus came on the scene. And the Lord healed him and drove out all the demonic spirits. And the very first thing, when that man wanted to join Jesus, just sit around and enjoy the presence of when there's nothing wrong with that but the lord said go and serve immediately 
express your gratitude by serving. That's Mark chapter 5. If you look there in uh, verses 15 to 20, I'm going to read this from, just read this from the King James, I think. Verse 15, Mark chapter 5, verse 15. And they, they come to Jesus and they saw him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And the, they were afraid. And the people who heard about it, the people in the community, people in the city, in the town, they came when they heard about this miracle. They came and they saw the man sitting in his right mind and they were afraid. Because they knew that man. For years that man had been just, you know, in the, just in the grave, grave, um, graveyard. Screaming his head off and just acting wild and in bondage, hurting himself. But he really couldn't get help. Suddenly they heard that man is well, well. Ah, the whole city came together to see this man. And when they saw him and they saw how well he was. He wasn't like a gradual recovery. They saw how completely well he was. They were afraid. <laughs> and they that saw it told, told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine because of the way the Lord healed him. And they began to ask Jesus to leave their coast. They were just overwhelmed by it, by, you know, just too much for them to handle and when he was coming to the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him, prayed the Lord Jesus Christ that he might be with him. Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for you and has had compassion upon you. Do you know we are 40 minutes? Do you know that when you go out and you share testimonies of what the Lord has done for you, when you talk about Jesus, when you talk, you, you don't you don't need you don't need to be able to preach a sermon. You don't need to be able to preach from Genesis to Revelation. Just talking about what the Lord has done in your life. Hallelujah! Oh, what a powerful way to give thanks to God! What a powerful way! Uh, I'm, I'm going to close. I don't think I can go to the third one. We we'll pick up by God's grace. In the third one, we we'll pick it up. We we'll pick it up from there next week by God's grace. But let me let me close out with this story just before our time runs out. I remember uh, not long ago, um, I I had to uh, do some work with one of our older vehicles, and uh, a gentleman came. Um, and he um, I think it was triple A. Um, they sent him in, and he came. Um, he was working on the battery, working on different things, and eventually he got it going. But um, um, he started asking me, uh, cause he, something indicated to him that, that I was a minister of the gospel and, um, I didn't ask him anything. You know, I think, I, and I think at one point there was some music playing out of my phone. Um, then something else, I can't remember what it was, but somehow he knew I was a minister. I didn't introduce myself to him as a pastor initially, but he did find out that I was a minister and then, you know. I think it, it got his attention, and uh, he started, you know, sharing with me. Um, I asked him, "Do you so do you, about you? Do you go to church? Do you serve God? Do you do you know the Lord?" And he said, "Well, yeah, you know, used to several years ago, but his wife stopped him, and his wife won't let him go, and she she won't go either, and uh, they just don't want to do anything that's connected to the Lord at all. Maybe they had a bad experience." 
He said, he said, he said, and to be quite honest, to tell you, and if so, he was telling me now. I didn't ask him all these things, but he said, to be quite honest, our lives are a mess. You know, he, he told me right there, and I, I, I drink, I, 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 I can't help myself. You know, I'm trying to get help, and uh, I, I, my life is falling apart because of alcohol and, uh, and, and other things. Our marriage, I almost left our marriage, but. Uh, suddenly, my wife got pregnant and and had uh, had I think he said he had she had triplets <laughs> recently. Said my my wife got pregnant. I was on my way out. I was about to leave, and suddenly my wife got pregnant. And she he said he took it as God was saying you you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you, you are stuck. You are trapped. <laughs> I laughed about that, and we got the conversation right back to him. And the Lord gave me the opportunity to witness to him. Um, but in doing that, I actually remember sharing with him my own life and how the Lord saved me. And uh, that's usually the, that's the most powerful witness, honestly. Um, I, I don't remember quoting any scripture in that conversation. I don't remember sharing from Genesis or Revelation or John. Or, <laughs> no, not that I didn't know scriptures. But it was just not called for at that time and I remember sharing with him what the Lord had done in my own life and sharing with him how I had so much peace, how I had so much joy, how I didn't need any and you know he thought maybe uh, maybe I'd never um, I'd never experienced anything negative in my life and I shared one or two little things with him you know the, the Lord saved me and the Lord brought me out and and filled me with joy and filled me with life and with peace. And then he started asking about our services. Like, yeah, he has to work Sundays, but is there a way? I said, yeah, you can you can join online. He wanted more information. Gave him, I think I gave him my card that has yeah, a website and different things. And, and while he, just as he was almost wrapping up, I excused myself and I quickly went and grabbed one little copy of our book, The Believer's Guide, New Believer's Guide. It's a very small book, and some of you have seen that book, and gave it to him and told him, you know, you can read this. As, one, you, can, you, 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 you this will lead you to the Lord, but two, will teach you some of the things you need to do to stand. And, and of course, gave him a contact where he can reach out and, you know, be praying for him and all of that. He he had left, we had dismissed. When, when it, it dawned on me, I should actually have just prayed with him. I should have just right there. But, you know, all of that unfolded and I, I didn't pre-plan it. But one of the ways we serve the Lord and we thank God is by even talking about what he's done in our lives, by not being silent about it and not necessarily becoming a nuisance to people. Where are we? 46 minutes. I've got to close here. Not, not being a nuisance to, to people in any way. But sharing what the Lord has done for us, serving God, being thankful, and offering thanksgiving by serving God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for tonight. We give you glory and we give you praise. We honor you for your faithfulness, for your loving kindness, for your goodness in our lives. Lord, for everything that you've done for us, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord, as you've blessed us with your word tonight. 
we walk in the fullness of it, in the clarity of the revelation that you've given to us. And Father, we thank you for your, for your goodness. We thank you for your loving kindness. And Father, let this word continually produce in our lives. I pray, Father, for my brothers and sisters, and Lord, for everyone under the sound of my voice today. I speak the blessing of heaven upon them. Father, as we dismiss tonight, let the glory of God continually rest upon them. Help them to become greater and better witnesses for the gospel. Help them to boldly be able to share what the Lord has done in their lives. And not, not just be not just be yeah, good church folk, that's great, but also whenever the occasion calls for it, to be able to take advantage and take opportunity, take advantage of that opportunity and share their faith. And, and talk about what you've done in their lives. We receive that grace and we thank you for it. We bless you tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Glory be to God. 